0: But I was sitting in the eighth grade fighting the call of God, and I wanted to give that call to somebody else. I said, Lord, over there's old Geddes Bingham. Geddes is a A straight-A student. There's old Jake Hicks. He's the same way. And And I picked out for God about six boys in that church, I mean, in that class, that could go and preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. But he wouldn't let me alone. He wouldn't leave me alone. He let he just let me sweat it out, okay? But what I'm saying, he wanted me to do something because he wanted to do something good for me. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know if I have ever been as nervous as I am right now. I've been able to preach before two thousand men. You say, Pastor Max, what's it about? Because I see, listen to me, I see so much potential. Do you hear me? Amen. I see so much potential. And when, and listen to me. If we have the potential and do not use it, it's worthless. But God wants to give us something greater. Jesus was, he was now attending one of the last services of the, of the, the day of, not Pentecost, but the day of the feast of the Passover. He had gone into the city and the people had come. And they had put up these little old, little old shanties that they, that, they, that they had brought. Because it was only going to be there for a few days. There wasn't any hotels in that time, as far as I know. But what they did, they came into that particular city, into the city of Jerusalem. And they put up these little old hotels, so to speak. And the families rested in those hotels. And Jesus was in the midst of all of that. And he saw what these people have come to do. They had come to worship. But Jesus saw something. He saw something. He saw something that they needed more than they needed to go into the city of Jerusalem. Here they was in the great city of Jerusalem. The, the Supposedly the most religious city in the world. But he looked and he saw something. He saw alike in many of these people who come. And here's what he said in that last day, if any man, man thirst, let him come to me. There is thirsting, listen to me, there is thirsting in every person here today. For the very simple reason, we want more than what we have. I want more and more of what God has for me in, in, my, in my Christian experience. And every day, every day I wake up, I put, the, and, and I'm not bragging, I'm just telling you. I throw the covers back and I say, oh God, oh God, fill this boy with the Holy Spirit to do something different today than I have ever done in all of my life. And I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, you will meet people, and you will be different events in your life. Why? Because whatever you ask for in the presence of God Almighty, He will give it to you in some fashion, shape, or form. We receive not because we ask not. Okay, all right, good. I'm glad to hear that from you folks. Uh, this must be a holy Roller church, but anyway, <laughs> all right, all right. That's great. We, we don't receive. And you know, it, it's like when I, and I'm going to tell you another story, but anyway, it's like years ago, I, I was afraid to ask my daddy for money because uh, he'd always say, you think, tr- you think money grows on? Okay, I thought maybe somebody else had heard of that. Anyway, and he'd say, money don't grow on trees. And, and, and I would say, here's, here's what I'd say, to get up, to get up the, the, the uh, initiative to go. I'd say, One for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, and here I go. (laughs) I was going to go ask daddy. I had to say that 40 times before I ever got enough of energy to go sit. But here's Jesus standing and looking at people just like us. And he said, if any man, any person, any church, any congregation, Anyone who wants more and more of me, I'm here to give it to you and I will fill you with the Holy Spirit on a daily daily, uh, basis. And what I will do, I will put in you, now some of us have had little streams, so to speak, in life. But Jesus said, now watch this. The King of kings and the Lord of lords and the God of heaven stood in their midst and he said these words, I'll give to you rivers. Not a river. Do you get the meaning of the word? Rivers. Overflowing in our, in our everyday life. And Jesus would do that for you and for me. So what we do is this. We find out, ladies and gentlemen, that God is doing a great thing, a great thing. Now, he's doing a great thing here. I want you to know that. My wife and I, we came a little early, and I said, Jenna, let's go by and and see where they're building. And we just drove by there about a week or so ago, and, and I looked down in there, and I thought, oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. What God is doing with this congregation. Now, listen to me. You've been through this one time. You left a church over yonder. Some of you said, I don't know what we're going to do. Woe is me. I'm not going back because, for the very simple reason, I just don't like it over there. Well, whoop it, do. That's like a fella came up to me one time. He said, I don't like you. Well, I, I told him, I said, Well, I don't like you either. So what's the difference here, huh? Amen? Okay. But what God is doing is this. He is opening a door of opportunity for this church. Now listen to me. And I told your pastor when I first met him. I said, God has opening the door for this church to reach this part of the country over here. And God is going to do it through this church. And I believe that with all of my heart, mind, and soul. But... You might have to give up your seat in order to get it done. Because some of you got a certain seat in here and you're not going to give that to nobody. Isn't that right, Pastor? You sit in the same seat every Sunday morning, don't you say? Oh. <laughs> How many of you, see, it goes back that same (laughs) seat? Hey, how many glad you came this morning? Amen. 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 All right, all right. (laughs) Oh, Lord, have mercy. I'm telling you, I'm about to get over my nervousness. (laughs) Oh, boy. Let me ask you this question. How many of you know that you need a fresh filling every day? All right. How many of you really desires that fresh feeling filling every day? The feeling of the Holy Spirit of God that moves upon you. Now, God wants to do this all the time. Jesus wants to give us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in this room now. He's knocking at some of the heart's door in here. And, and, he, and you're saying to yourself, He's talking to me. How many, you, how, many you, how many of you said that? All right. Several of you. Amen. Thank you for your honesty. The rest of the people there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just joking. You know I am. But anyhow. Here, listen to me. You must, you must desire the work of the Holy Spirit. There's a whole lot of slack of daily life in our lives. Slack. Slack of prayer. Now, how many of us will be honest before God Almighty? And I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. How many of us Would say, Pastor Max, I have been slack in my prayer life. I have been slack in producing my own Christian experience every day. I am slack for the very simple reason. I have not listened to the work of the Holy Spirit. Now listen to me. Now you're not smart. Hey, listen to me. You're not smart enough to think that up. You can't think up spiritual things. Spiritual things only comes from the Father, and things like that only come from the Holy Spirit, and that's Him telling you and me what we need to do is to to change our experience in the Christian experience. And so you see, now listen to me very carefully. There are things that we need to do. There's first of all, there is the surrender each and every one of us right in this pew need to say, Father, I surrender to your will. And I'll guarantee you, folks, notice us me. if that would take place in this church, this church couldn't hold the people three times next Sunday. Amen. We give up to gain. We give up to gain. Uncle Sam called me years ago to, to be in the army. Got a notice. It said, your friends and your neighbors have called you. I thought, good Lord, my neighbors don't think too much of me. (laughs) But you know something? I gave up. I gave up going away from my boy, who was three months old, for two years. I gave up a lot of things to be in Uncle Sam's army but you know something very this very day I wouldn't take 10 mil- I wouldn't take 10 worlds for that experience that I had in the military service Amen. now listen to me you know the reason you know the reason why because it it taught me discipline I didn't have any discipline if you don't believe it ask my wife shh, shh. <laughs> military service has taught me discipline now listen to me there has to be some surrender if we're going to do what God wants us to do. Here in this verse, passage of Scripture, Jesus talked about the floods that come within the soul. When Jesus was speaking in that day, it was the end of the harvest, as I mentioned a few minutes ago. A time of dancing, a time of shouting, days when the harvest is over. I remember, and I'm full of stories, excuse me, but I remember the time when we, when on our farm, on the uh, farm when daddy was. Uh, Growing cotton, and I and I and I had I, I, excuse me. I had a lot of cotton. Pick cotton, carried cotton. Oh dear God! And somebody asked me the other day. They said, "Would you like to have? Would you? What do you think about cotton?" I said, "I think this much. I hope and pray that God never shows me another stalk of cotton." <laughs> But cotton was good to us what it, what it was is this. you see there's a time you see har- harvest is coming, folks now, listen to me, harvest is coming i've I've attended funerals here before and i and you have also too, and the harvest time is coming for every human being on the face of god's earth. What we need to do is this we need to be we need to we need to be prepared for that particular day i'm going to have to hurry up and, and and finish here for just a second there's a... Uh, the, the Uh, excuse me here is here's what I want to get across in the last part of that particular verse verse of scripture in chapter 3 verse 37 through 46 in 30 excuse me in 37 if we are going to receive what God wants in our life we have got to thirst God I want you more Hear me. God, I want you more than I want my next breath. God, I want you more than anything else in this world. God, I want you more than I want my family. You say, Pastor Max, you talk, and your wife is here. She and I have made up our minds a long time ago, folks. God comes first. And, all, and the rest of us come second. But I want you to understand. Thirst. Thirst. That, and, and this is the thing that gets us into the very presence of God Almighty. So thirst. And then there's something else I, wo- I want to get to you. That Not only is there thirst. There is the word come. If we are ever going to come to, to, to realize that, that we are going to be God's servant. We've got to come into his presence. God, would you open the door that I might be able to come in and just touch that down talk with you. Have you ever had a conversation with God? Just sit down and say, Father, now you know how I feel. Father, this is taking place in my life. Just sit down and talk to Him. Amen. But you do this in the work of the Holy Spirit. And God will God will reveal to you things, ladies and gentlemen, that He has never revealed to you before. Just sit down and talk to Him. We've got to come into His presence and come into His presence so that we might be able to talk to Him. And then the last of that is this. What we must do is this. What He has offered unto us, we must take. Jesus wants us to drink of Himself. If we're thirsty, we're going to drink. If we want God, we want Him to come into our heart and into our lives. The old saying is, you can take a horse to the water trough, but you can't make him drink. That's the way it is with, it. That's the way it is with us. And so what we need to do is this. We need to go to the fountain of life. And we need to sit down and talk to Him. Now you folks are going to be in, as I mentioned a while ago, some of you are going to be in uh, a movement. And what we need to do is say, wherever God wants me to go, I'll go. Wherever I'm needed, if I'm needed up there as, or here in a Sunday school class to, to be a teacher, I'm willing to do it. You say, well, I, you say, well, preacher, I've never taught a Sunday school class. I've had teachers, I've had people in the church that never taught anything and they were so scared that they didn't know what to do. A lady in our church uh, uh, she was having a study course with me one time and I was telling her that God would, God would use her if she was just willing. She said, I'm not willing to do that. She said, I'm not, I'm not going to teach. I'm never going to teach. And so as God would have it, probably in the next couple of weeks, the Sunday school teacher was not there. Guess who they called on to teach that Sunday school class? They taught her, They called on her to teach that Sunday school class. And she made one of the best teachers that has ever darkened in the door of Catawba Heights Baptist Church. Why? Now she had a thirst. Now she was coming to the point where she would say, I want this more than anything else. Fantastic lady. Oh, my. And, and what she did was this. She drunk, drank, drank, of the word of God. And she moved. Uh, in, the, in the realm of the Holy Spirit. Listen to me. Is there, is there, is there a wanting? Is there a longing. In your heart today. Right this moment. Right this hour. For you to say. I want more of God. Than I have ever had. In all of my life before. More revelation from him. More work to be done. Would you bow your head with me father we come to the into your presence to thank you for the many wonderful blessings that you have bestowed upon us i pray god that thy spirit would speak to us in such a manner our father that in this congregation that we would be ready and willing to do anything that god wants us to do go anywhere go into any class go into any service Go wherever you want us to go so that we might be able, our Father, to reach the people of this community for the Lord Jesus Christ. Give us, give us strength, give us power, give us honor, give us glory that we might please you to bring it back to you and to lay it at your feet. And Lord, I thank you for what you're going to do in this service this day. And Father, I thank you, dear Lord, you're speaking to people. You're speaking to lost people. People that came into this service today saying, I'm going to accept Christ as my personal Savior. You've been wor- working with them in the days past, and now they're here. And I pray, God, that your Holy Spirit will dwell with them. And then, our, their Father, there are many who want to surrender their life totally to the will of God. And they, too, are going to do something here this day. They're going to continue surrendering and saying, God, help me to do whatever you want me to do. And we thank you and we praise you for what you have done. In Jesus' name, amen. We're going to stand to sing our invitation hymn. And I'm going to ask you, that maybe first of all, those of you who do not know Christ, please stand. I'm going to ask you, those of you who do not know Christ, if you'll make your way here to the front, we'll have some people coming and talking with you. And I'll speak with you for you will, and the pastor will speak with you if you want to know Christ as your personal Savior. And we're going to do that right now. And then we're going to ask those of you who who want more and more of Jesus just to come here and line up across this this, uh, uh, altar. And we're going to pray that God will bless you in such a mighty way. Let's do that right now. Let's sing.